Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 328. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another episode of Family from the Heart. How are you doing, Stephanie? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing much better now that we finally got the uh, technical glitches all worked out here. For Again, our live with that stream. wrong use of the word we. Oh, yes. <laughs> anyway, my friends, uh, if you haven't heard the news and you're just tuning in to Family from the Heart for or the first time in a long time, Stephanie and I are back to a weekly schedule while the kids are back in school. Exciting things. Yep, you took my paper. What paper do you need? The one that you bent that was like... Oh, yep, the one that covered th- up your screen? You threw it away. Hand do you me need it you- right now? Where's it, your garbage can? My garbage can's <sighs> way over there. Nope, do you, do you want fine. me to go no, get it? No, it's fine. I will go get you no, something in just a don't minute. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's not like you don't have 48 I'll pages survive. of paper in front of you that you could unclip and fold over. What? You want me to unclip and fold one over? <gasps> that would be awful. Here, it would look, be awful, look, look, but this is top this. heavy. So watch, it, don't. Watch, 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 watch. I got do it. This. I look, got look, it. No, no, right there. Look at you have a binder clip. That, I know. Yeah. I was that was that made great that made great audio, didn't it? Sure. <laughs> for the people listening later but anyway uh not only are we back to a live uh, uh not only are we back to a weekly schedule we're back to live we're back to live and we're we're broadcasting live right now via periscope and if you guys have not checked out periscope it's a app that you can get on your iphone or your android you can click on a link if you follow me at at, at gspn on twitter when we broadcast live and You'll be able to click through and watch it on your browser. It's pretty darn awesome. And today, this week, we're going to talk about the second half of our European vacation. And Stephanie Blizzo will finish that in time that we'll have time to talk about what's been going on since then. And If you let me tell the story, we will. <laughs> you start talking, we're going to be here like four more Wait a week. second. If I let you tell the story of what happened during France and the Netherlands, we'll be done in 10 minutes. You're What's too, wrong with that? You're too efficient. What's wrong with that? I'm too efficient? You're, I've never in my life been called too efficient. Never in your life? I don't think so. Well, there's a first time for almost everything, I'm sure. I'm sure. Awesome. So, yeah. And then um, maybe next week, we'll, we're going to maybe try to take a different approach to Periscope and okay. uh, let people kind of ask us questions and we'll be monitoring the chat room a whole lot more and, and things like that. So... Yeah. Anyway, and, and of course we're watching, we both have our computer monitors up and if people say things in the chat room, we probably will glance down and see what they're what they're kind of saying there yes. as they come in. It'd be nice if I could tell who was saying it. Like there was a gentleman who said that I was the boss, that you were okay, but I was way cooler. Yeah. And and by the way, so... No, he did. Did you not see it? No, I, I did. It was there. And Jill is saying that she would love that. And here's one of the things that we can do because it is kind of hard to see on Periscope when people are chatting at us. Well, it, we can see what they're saying, but it's hard to see their name because it's so much smaller the font is. Well, so, it's lighter on my computer. It's Okay, go ahead. Yep, smaller, lighter, thinner, all that good stuff. And, and, a, and a crazy... Something we all wish to be. <laughs> exactly. 
And so one of the things that we'll ask you to do is if you're going to chat to us in the show, do us a favor and type your first name in all caps and then a space and then whatever you want to say. Right. And that way we'll know exactly. So what's the touchscreen app you're using for imaging? Cool setup. Uh, this is not podcast answer, man. So th- that would be answered in a different question and stuff like that. But we're going to talk about family from the heart. And today we're talking about the second part of our European vacation. If you missed the first part where we talked about the Highlands of Scotland, the Dr. Hugh Museum, uh, Stonehenge, the Isle of Wight, uh, seeing Les Mis at Piccadilly Circle in London. And what else do we do? All that other stuff. If you so missed much. all of it. We, we talked all about that in episode number 327 of Family from the Heart. We did. And now we're here in 328. And I think where we had just left off is that we took the Eurostar train from London under the English Channel into Paris, France. And I think we uh, pulled into the Paris Nord uh, station. Something. Something like that. I don't know. Here's what I want to know. How do you, on your first trip to a new country, yeah, get off of the train and run into someone that you know who's also not from that country? It just happens. I think it only happens to you. You think so? Did we tell the story last week? or is it, No, we, we didn't. Ha- That's where I'm starting. Okay, awesome. That's where I'm starting. We're trying to find a way to get out of this train station and get to the apartment that we have rented and... Cliff and I are talking and someone just walks up and they they know you and they've met you. And I'm like, how does this happen? And and it's like within 15 minutes. of oh, yeah. We, we stepped off the train and it's within 15 minutes. It was it was insane. And so we just kind of shook our head. But you you said. You said hello. You took your selfie. You, you know, did the things that you had to do and. And we were on our way. Yep. It was her, her. It was Whitney Hoffman and her husband. And Whitney was someone that I met at a conference back in 2008. Okay. It was just after I left our, my career in insurance and I uh, went to PodCamp Boston 2 and I met Whitney there. And we've been Facebook friends ever since then. Facebook was kind of like just becoming popular mm-hmm. to outside of the EDU uh, email mm-hmm. universe. And and so we had attended a session where we were talking about Facebook and, and its future and we were talking about Twitter and, and all this different stuff. And we'd been Facebook friends all these years. And her husband was at a conference in France and we were on vacation. And it just so happens that, you know, we're in the train same station, train at, the station at the same time. And the funny thing is, is you come to these, you tell, tell the folks what our kids think about what you've said when you go to conferences with me, like, well, okay, it's, it's podcasting conferences or, you know, social media conferences and tell them what you tell the kids about what happens when I go to these conferences and what their response is about how you're a celebrity to these people. Like you're fishing for a certain answer. So yeah, I mean, how how you explain it to them because the kids just don't get it. They They don't don't. believe it. And, and so I'll go in, I'll, I'll tell them like, you guys, you just don't understand. Like, your dad is there and then I try to make that equal to someone that, that they would think and like I just don't get I just don't get I'm like they they flock to meet him and they stand in line to shake his hand and it's just it's kind of ridiculous. 
ridiculous actually <laughs> and um and you know here you're just dad and and my husband and we still need you know the toilets cleaned and the garbage taken out and you know yep. whatever but um but the but the but kids. you go there and and you are you are their celebrity right and 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 i go to these places and you know, there are people that I there meet. are people that are your celebrity. They're my celebrity, absolutely. You know, and 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 I'm the one standing in line to meet them. So I mean, I and I, they've had things like this happen before. You know, we were um, on a vacation several years ago, took a different route to Florida than we had ever taken before. We've told this story several times, I think, but um, took a different route than we'd ever taken before. Stopped at um, stopped at a rest area. Um, we're sitting at a table having a snack. And this guy just walks over and he's like, are you Cliff Ravenscraft? And like, they recognize actually, your voice. Hold on. He he actually said this. He says, are you Cliff and Stephanie? That's okay. Because um, they were listening to both of to us. To both of us. So, which was probably this show mm-hmm. that they listened to. And um, so they've seen it happen before, but. They thought that that was just an anomaly. They th- yeah. That, that, like, that's, that's that crazy. doesn't happen. And I'm like, you don't understand. We've had, when I went to PodCamp New York, we were walking on the street to the venue yep. and someone heard us talking. So basically when we go out, we just never speak. <laughs> just <laughs> Don't open your mouth at all because that's your identifier. And um, and the funny thing is, is the kids are thinking, okay, well maybe it's just because you're going to these conferences, but it's happened out in just general it, public. Right. And so they, they're like, whatever. I've been traveling all day. I just want to taxi. He's not even going to make a taxi. He's going to make us take the Metro. I just want to get out of here. I don't understand this language. I've already had four people be rude to me. I want a nap. I want to, I'm hungry. And here you are taking a selfie and they were done with you. (laughs) Done with you. It was fun. It it definitely, the kids were talking about how big my head was afterwards. It was fun. It was. It was. was. I'm pretty sure we had to buy an extra Metro ticket just for your ego. Just for my ego. Yes. No, it was, Which it, after a week with our kids in London, I think you needed. I'm just gonna, just gonna. What do you mean? Huh? What? Our kids in London. It was rough. They oh, they hated yeah. Stonehenge. They did. They I, they didn't want to take another train ride. They. I think. I think you needed that. I think you needed that confidence booster. Oh, that. Okay, now and, I understand what you're saying. Well, I want to encourage you, Stephanie. I know you don't listen to Pursuing a Balanced Life. I'm gonna listen to the one with Megan. I just haven't done it yet. Megan, our fifteen-year-old. Thanks for outing me. I was gonna listen to it without telling you because now uh, the pressure is on. Now the pressure's on. Now, yeah. Now you've okay. done it. Well, Megan, our fifteen-year-old, has returned to the podcasting uh, airwaves. What? No. Go ahead, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Go ahead. Anyway, so she has been absent for I think it's either three and a half years or four and a half years. I think she recorded once when she was in the sixth grade. Yeah, and Which? we I think I have it written here. Three and a half years. Mm-hmm. So it was three and a half years ago, her last episode of any kind of podcast where she shows up. And she came out of the blue and says, Dad, let's record record a podcast together. And I'm like, okay. She goes, when? So whenever you want. She goes, tonight? And I'm like, sure. So if you guys want, you can go over to pursuingabalancedlife.com and check out episode number 620. And it's just titled, She's Back. And Megan and I had a wonderful conversation about so many different things. And our trip to Europe is one of them. Okay. And I just want to say that Megan's all now that she's come away from it a oh, little yeah. bit, she's already looking back and saying, wow, that was awesome. And when you hear the episode, you'll hear she's even said, I'm looking forward to going back. 
not necessarily to the same places, but but yeah. Except for Amsterdam, she said she would. She like really to, enjoyed. She would like to go back to Amsterdam. Again. Um, I'm sure she told you Anne Frank House was the highlight of her mm-hmm. trip. Okay, um, I know you can't tell me anything about Megan that I know she hasn't already told me. I don't think it, it'd be a very rare occasion that that would happen. But um, so Megan's like, so she gets in the car um, the next day after school because you recorded that on a week. No. No, you didn't. You recorded that way, on a Saturday. Elena says the episode is great. She sounds exactly like Stephanie. In her voice or in her attitude? <laughs> I think both. <laughs> and I, I'm probably more your attitude. Probably. Um, I wonder where she gets it so, from. So she went to, um, you recorded that on a Saturday night. Sunday morning, she left for Chicago. She comes home Monday night and she's like, oh my gosh. I thought I was going to record a podcast again, but no, I'm not. Dad's nerd friends will not stop tweeting me. She asked them. She begged them for tweets. <laughs> I'm sure she did, but she's 15 and she's at school and her phone is going off all day long in her pocket. It's on mute, but it's dad's nerd friends will not stop tweeting me. And I'm sorry guys, but she totally refers to everyone who listens to our podcast as a nerd friend. Yeah. And um, Elena says a little bit of both, but mostly the voice is what she okay. said. Um, it is, it, which is funny because her friends will call and they think that I'm her. Mm-hmm. And so I can get so much information just by playing it cool on the phone. I hate it when I call <laughs> your phone and Megan she answers. She and you start. You, you should hey, just Hey, baby, what's going on in there? <laughs> you should just know better. Um, I'm never alone. Yeah. Unless it's the hours of 8.30 to 2.30 in the after, during the day. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Other than that, I, I'm I'm never alone. Mm. Um. But yeah, dad's, she's not going to podcast anymore because dad's nerd friends won't stop tweeting her. She, she anyway. Said, anyway, so. so we're in Paris. Uh, Whitney came by yep. and, and very thankfully, I'm glad she showed up because we were actually considering taking a taxi, uh, which uh, they, it was a total ripoff. Right. <laughs> and, and those folks were just not very helpful at all. And then Whitney was the one that says, well, you can get the metro here. And she pointed us to the direction where we would go to to take the metro, which was a very good thing because then we were able to go and stand in line. And I got tickets for several days that let us go mm-hmm. anywhere in in France. And so, if it wasn't for Whitney and bumping we into w- her, we would have never left the train station. We, well, we would have left the train station, and my wallet would have been a lot lighter, <laughs> a lot Definitely. lighter. I th- what was, they wanted Definitely. like hundred and sixty dollars or hundred and sixty so. euros to take us to. And I'm like, you're you're kidding me. Right. I'll walk there. Right. For hundred and sixty? Yeah. So um so we did. We we um took the metro. I think our kids were glad to get home and use a car. Yeah. Um public transportation was really cool when they were in London. By the time they by the time they got to Paris, they were done with it. By the time they got to Amsterdam, they were like, This is ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> um all right, so so we're so we get so our we metro get, tickets. So we get our metro tickets. We um, find our way. I used the transit, which app. was really you did, and um, that app really saved us, especially in Paris because there's a language barrier. Yeah, like it's the first time that on our trip that we didn't speak the same language where we were, and um, and so that transit app 
saved us from getting lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, we find our apartment. We have difficulty finding the key. So we're like in this claustrophobic hot hallway for way longer than we needed to be. We get in, meet your friend. Well, first of all, we get in and we've had these Airbnb experiences, right? And we walk in and this is this is like an elegant looking place. It looks really nice. And it's it was nice and big and spacious. Um, everything very, was more modern. Very modern. And very cool, open, spacious design. It's just like, oh my gosh, finally, we have a great finally. Airbnb experience. Yes. So we, or so um, we thought. Well, hold on. So, so we drop our luggage, and um, and your friend Ling, Ling, um, meets us like straight away. Yep. And we go to dinner. Um. He he found uh, he found a restaurant that had, uh, food that we would all yep. eat. He helped us find a restaurant, and he called some friends in to he did to give some advice, and it was a really nice place. What did you end up eating there? Um, the girls and I had risotto. Okay. Um, I think. It had um, asparagus and shrimp in uh-huh. it. It was really good. I, it was really, really good. Um, For those of you who are listening, what you don't get is that Stephanie was fidgeting I'm, with uh, Cable. And she she has to fidget when we're doing our I podcast. Fidget. So um, it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you and Matthew each got a cheeseburger. Yes, that was... I had some Which unhealthy choices during our I vacation. Think, well, I think we all did, but we were walking all day. We still yeah. each lost weight while we were gone. Yep. Um, and uh, Matthew didn't like that instead of a slice of cheese, it was like this cheese sauce that was like poured over the cheeseburger. Now, I think I would have loved that. It, the thing, but, it was just messy. I mean, when... It, right. You couldn't... I mean, it was all over your hands and it was like, a, it was almost sticky even... Uh, it, I, I know where Matt was coming fork from. Fork and a knife. Mm-hmm. You know, with a fork and a knife. Nobody yeah. says you have to eat a cheeseburger with your fingers. I know. Nobody. All right. So um, had a very nice dinner. Um, Ling is a great Ling. guy. He was so nice. So kind. The, um, the waitress at the at the bistro or cafe or whatever it was. Um, spoke no English. Yes, well, she did. Oh, did she? A yes, little she bit. she did. Um, I thought she spoke really good English. She, she was... Very kind. Um, well, there were some things that we were asking that she just didn't understand what they were. And it wasn't English. It was lost in translation. That's what I meant. It was, okay, that's not bad English. That's... Okay. Well, she didn't understand a lot okay. of the, like, mo- pretty pretty common English words that we were asking for. Okay. Related to our food. She okay. didn't understand what we were saying. So okay. Ling was there for our, as our translator. He was. That was nice. Um. And we had dinner, and then basically he had to go. Mm-hmm. So we walked back to um, we walked back to our apartment. We all start getting into our pajamas, and um, you know the kids are getting ready to take a shower. I go and sit um, on the bed in what will be our room, and I'm reading. Yep, I'm just sitting there reading, and I see something move in my peripheral vision. And so I look and there's a bug on the bed. I'm like, okay. So I take a piece, I, I, I kill it and I come back and there's another. So I pull the sheet back and the bed is full of bugs. Of bed bugs. Yeah. I'm not staying here. 
Well, here's the deal. First of all, and you at didn't first know. I was like, "What is this?" I asked you. I yep. said, "What is this?" And this this was a full, okay. Now I'm itching. We got to get through this part really fast. It was a full grown adult um, bed bug, which is about the size of a small tick. Yes. All right, and and it's red, uh, reddish brown, and had no idea what this was. And so I took a picture of it, put it on Facebook, and instantly everybody's like, "No, I was pretty sure I knew what it was." Okay, <laughs> but I wanted clarification. Right, and so everybody's like, "Get out of there right now!" Instantly, and so we immediately packed up everything. Said, "Guys, we got five people. Hold on, and one of us was naked, ready to get in the shower, and we got five people packed and out of that apartment in like twelve minutes." Yep. That, that's a big deal because our kids don't move very fast. Um, we immediately took everything that was clothing that was unpacked out of our luggage. Are you itching now? Yes. Everything that was out of our luggage, brought out of our luggage, all went into a plastic, a plastic a big bag plastic and was bag, not opened again. was all tied up and everything. And we instantly got out of there. I mean, it yeah. was just like, and yeah, it was incredibly uh, irritating yes. to say the so, least. So, um so we we get out we put the key back um you immediately i think even before we started looking for a hotel had contacted the yeah i went um, to the e- owner um of, of the apartment said we ended up getting a refund minus our airbnb fees um and and so he was he was very um kind about working that out with us and all that so then we're standing on the corner and we're looking now what and our kids are standing there going do you remember that time when we were homeless in Paris? <laughs> Do you remember the time when we and so they're like 20 years from now the kids are going to be sitting around going, "Do you remember the time we were homeless in Paris?" and yeah, and laugh so, about it. But, so as so. we were looking for our apartment, we remember seeing a Best Western, which right. was right, you know, right there on the main street. And so we went into there and there was no room in the inn for us. No, there was not. Um but they said to try to try um the Hotel Sophie Germain down that which was not even a full block it was like half a block away yeah um and he was very the 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 desk clerk was very um kind and willing to work with us he we had to get two rooms yeah he wanted us to have three because there's only two beds per room and they're small beds but i said you know i <laughs> That puts somebody by themselves, and yeah, we yeah, but, you know, we just would rather not do that. We right. we'd like to, to have two rooms, and and it you know there was a little bit of lost in translation happening there mm-hmm. between me and him. But after a bit of negotiating, so thankful that you and the kids are you done itching yet? No, I'll let you know when I'm done. Post shower. <laughs> anyway, scalding hot water. <laughs> Go ahead. So um, we stayed outside. You guys stayed outside yeah, because the kids. Just let you work if, with him. Yeah, if the kids would have added their commentary to the mm-hmm. translation and right and stuff like that, it would it would have not went well. But it ended up it was a very nice hotel. I mean, it, I think it was it, in France. I think their ratings for hotels are different than ours because <laughs> it was they they were very proud of the fact and even advertised we are a four star hotel and I, like usually five star is uh, what most people go for but anyway they were advertising they're a four-star hotel anyway it was very nice very elegant rooms very clean we had air conditioning for the first time yeah. on our vacation in our in the place where we were staying and matt and i had a hotel room and you and the girls had a right. hotel and room. we just took our two twin beds and pushed them together and um mckenna slept in the crack Did <laughs> which you? worked fine and she was like half on megan's half on mine and um and it, it, it worked it worked well. Uh, the first thing we did when we got in was showered like 
all yeah. three girls immediately we were and all of our clothes went in plastic bags and all of our clothes went in plastic bags it was um it was a it was it added to the adventure yes most definitely added to the adventure so um we had this thing the entire vacation where we had a secret that our kids didn't know about yep and um they knew we had a secret but they didn't have any clue as to what it was or when it was happening or in what country. They just knew we had a secret. It wasn't until that night. It wasn't until that night when we were looking for the hotel that Cliff said he'd been giving them a clue all week. I've been giving you a clue this entire time that Megan put two and two together. And I think it's only because she complained about your Disney clothes the day before. Yeah. Why on earth? Did dad only pack his Disney clothes? Come on. He owns more clothes than that. But you had packed your Disney clothes because we had purchased them tickets to take them to Disneyland Paris. Yep. And so when you told her that um, you'd been giving them a clue all week long, she said, are we? Are we? We are, aren't we? We are. We're, we're, we're going to Disneyland, aren't we? And just her reaction, I laughed. And she's like, that's your tell. Yeah. <laughs> and and so we told them the night before. So the next morning we get up and we get ready early to head to catch our um, our bus that's going to take us to Disneyland Paris, which is um, about 45 minutes outside of the city. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> We're more than halfway from the hotel to where we're supposed to meet the 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 bus, and everybody was mad at me because we I wanted to leave so early. Everybody's mad at Cliff because he wants to leave, and we're like, "Why well, just don't get? We're going to be standing there for like forty five minutes waiting for the bus." And I just like, well, I just want to well, be there. On I just want to be there on time. I want to. I want. Or I want to forget the tickets at the hotel, and we have to turn around and go back. That could be it too. I'm pretty sure it was the second one because that's what he did. He left the tickets, and we had to go back. We had. <laughs> We had to go back. We we were all we're like one stop away from where we would pick up the bus to take it to Disney, and, and we get off and turn around and go back. Ten stops later, we're and I'm like I'm gonna stand on the I'm standing right here. You run, you get your tickets, you meet me back here. Yep, we're and, good to go. And, and then we turned around and we went back. Yeah, and we were just on time. And actually, we beat the bus though. We did beat we, the bus. We beat but, the bus, which is good because we figured out that if you're late, the bus will leave you. Yes, we did find that out. Not for we didn't happen. <laughs> us but it happened to some other people it happened to a lot of other people um and uh so the bus took us in to to disneyland we All had the, you know what even the disneyland the the when i signed up for it, i said it you must be there 20 minutes before oh, okay. boarding and and that's right. it so it, that's and why i think I was, we ended up i think we were there like fi- 10 10 to 15 10 minutes. minutes before the bus arrived yeah um we were the second family there yeah so um Anyway, we had a really good day um, at Disneyland Paris. We started off at um, what would be Hollywood Studios. Yes, actually. But that's not what it was called. Crud. What was that called? I don't know. I think it's Disney Studios. Was it Disney Studios? I think it was just called Disney Studios. Um, I loved Toy Story Land. Yes. (laughs) That was... Well, I I love Toy Story. I believe they're bringing Toy Story Land to to Florida. Florida. They are. 
Um, I've seen the map of the expansion plan of the. Cool. Yeah. I hope they bring the parachutes because the parachute the ride. parachutes were so fun. And McKenna was like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I'm not doing that. And then she loved it. She absolutely loved it. Um, we ended up being in um, in parachutes that faced each other. So um, that was fun mm-hmm. that we got, you know. But um, what else did we do while we were? We did the. Um, you did, guys did some kind of coasters. What, Megan was, and was I. Was it a slinky coaster? No, no, no. no. We, all, was, we all did the slinky coaster. Oh, yeah, coaster. we all did the coaster. Um, what was that coaster? What? Slinky? Or, it, was it or, slinky? That's who it was. It was in Toy Story Land yeah. where we all rode. Yeah. Um, but Megan and I rode um, the Crush Coaster. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. What they advertise, the, the words that they use to describe it, Megan and I, as we're talking, are saying it's going to be a lot like um, the Green Guts coaster that is in um, Universal in Florida, which is half coaster, half like 3D ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, okay, well, that sounds cool. That's on, you know, we can handle that, right? So we get on and you're in a shell. You're in a turtle shell Mm -hmm. and there are two seats facing one way. And then behind you, there are two seats facing the other way. Right. All right. And so as soon as you see, you're like, this coaster is going to spin that this, Mm -hmm. this car is going to rotate. Okay. So that I can handle that. Right. Right. (laughs) We start out and this was something that Megan and I really wanted to do because, um, it's a Disneyland Paris exclusive, right? It's not anywhere else. And um, it starts out and we're like, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. And then you start climbing this hill, <laughs> which are my downfalls. Hills are the one thing about roller coasters that I cannot stand. It's not even the drop at the top. It it's is the, the climbing. the anticipation of going uh, up yes. or the anxiety of going up. It is the anxiety of going up. So Did it have the hold on. Yeah, sound? It did. I love that. <laughs> I don't. Okay. So we start, we start climbing. We're facing forward as we're climbing. And then it turns. Hold on. Hold on. So my anxiety is like getting high because my anxiety gets high on the climb. And then everything goes pitch black and that dang turtle shell turns and I go down the hill backwards. (laughs) And then it's a series of jolts and twists and turns all in pitch black. You can't see a thing. You don't know what's coming. You don't know where you're going. You don't know if you're going to come out alive. It's just, but <laughs> it was, I, I, I said some not kid-friendly words when I went down the hill backwards and then like my head spun around a couple of times, but um, there it was two grown men behind me, so right. I didn't feel so bad, but uh, it was, um, it was actually a lot of fun. I'm glad to it hear was that. a lot of fun. I would probably ride it again, especially knowing how it's going to go right this time i mean there's something different about knowing what it's going to be like and i didn't get to ride that ride unfortunately but you didn't you stayed off with mckenna which thank you but yeah and they did the little tow mater bumper cars or whatever or not bumper cars but uh little things and then we let's see there was one other disney actually there were a couple other disney exclusives that we did um one was ratatouille which is an incredible ride for was, the technology of it. Right. That was really cool. That reminded me. Um, Reminds me a little bit of, of Spider-Man the, in Universal. 
Okay. Well, I was going to compare it to um, Toy Story, although in, in Florida, although that's more of a game. Yes. That, that's more interactive. It was kind of a combination but of the two. But it was a kind of, yeah. It had the kind of like the cars of of Toy Story, but it had the the uh, interactive stuff of the um, of of Spider Man, yeah. where you're it, it takes you inside of these domed 3D uh, big huge screens from top ce- ceiling. It it was an incredible it was experience. We were Ratatouille glad, is awesome. We were glad that we waited um, because that had they had shut it down for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, is that the one that we had a fast pass for? We had yep. we came and back. We came back from the other park. We came back from the other park just to ride it, and we get there and it shut down. Yep. And we're like, oh, well, this isn't cool. But um, while we were waiting in line, it reopened and we got we got right on. Yep. But um, worth coming back from the other park from the other park for. Yep. Yeah, enjoyed that. And then, so that was pretty much the the we did the one the movie the yeah what um, is that called I don't remember it was something Impact Earth or no it, it was from that it was from that movie that space movie with um Armageddon maybe I don't know anyway it was one of those things and it, so the, 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 a lot of people talked about how cool it was but it wasn't that great it, it, you're walking onto think, what's like a movie set I thought I think had we had a better place it would have been okay because when the fire shot out of the middle and the people in the front row jumped back that was funny okay i i enjoyed that but um watching the people get scared yeah <laughs> that was fun to me um but yeah it was i like the doctor who experience more than i did that i i agree yeah so so did i um even with those stupid angels yep not a fan of those so anyway, um, so, so that did, was Disney Studios. Disney Studios Paris was pretty cool, yep. and I'm looking forward to them bringing some of that stuff to um, what is currently Hollywood Studios, but I think that's going to be changed as well. Yeah, they're changing the name of that again, too. And I I hope that they bring Ratatouille. That would be awesome. That would be. I, or at least a ride that incorporates all that technology. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and so we went over to Disneyland. Disneyland Paris, the the main park, which is their version of Magic Kingdom. Uh in fact, their Main Street USA looks pretty much identical mm-hmm. to Main Street USA right there at uh Orlando. Right. And they have the train right there yep. as well that goes around the park. Uh the park seemed a lot, lot smaller. It was a lot smaller. And which I liked. You walk down Main Street USA and you do not see Cinderella's Castle. No, it is um Sleeping Beauty. But my favorite part about the castle is that you go um you go upstairs and as you walk through um it goes in a circular form in a it's in a circle. Um it tells the story through stained glass and um and tapestry. Yep. And I really enjoyed that. Megan that has cool. a lot of pictures from that. That was really cool. Yep. Very creative. I liked that. What else did did we do anything in Magic Kingdom? Or yeah, that their version of Magic Kingdom? Um, we did we did a few things, but um It seemed kind of all a blur now. It does. Um we did the the this was the very last thing we did before we left, but we did the um Alice in Wonderland maze. Yep. That was cool. I liked that. Oh, yeah. That, um, that was really cool. You, I thought that might be kind of, eh, you know, 
But the the maze, I mean, the it, maze it, was it, really it's literally cool. it, they have all the sh- the shrubbery. It, but it's a it's a maze. You're walking through a maze, and um, and there are characters from Alice in Wonderland um, all over. When you get to, it was um, much bigger than I thought it would be. It was that maze was much bigger than I thought it was. Um, and you get to the end, and there, well, not even to the end, but somewhere in the middle, there was um, like the house, and mm-hmm. so you can walk up and. I did not walk up. My foot was bothering me quite bad at that point. So yep. walking upstairs would have been um, impossible. Stephanie is still I'm itching. I'm still itching. Dang it. Anyway, um, <laughs> it just won't stop. It's like once I get one, it, it comes. Anyway, um, what else did we do while we were there? I mean, I know we did other things. We were there all day. but Yeah, I, I can't remember. I, I seriously cannot remember Like I said, it is, a, it is completely did. a blur. Um. But we enjoyed ourselves. We did. The one thing we can tell you is that while we enjoyed it, we liked that the fact that they had exclusives. I think the biggest thing that we enjoyed is the fact that we can now say we've been to Disneyland Paris. Right. But I can tell you my opinion is that I would never in a million years go there a second time. It, it lacked a magic that we have when we go to um, Disney World in, in Florida. And... um. And I didn't expect that. I, I expected Space Mountain was closed, um, right? And so was Phantom Manor, wasn't it? I can't remember if Phantom was Manor it was closed, closed or did it get cut because we wanted to do something else? I think it got cut because we did something else. But um, but Space Mountain was closed. Um, but anyway, but anyway, it it did. It lacked the magic. It it the staff that worked there. They everybody was kind. I don't, there wasn't anybody rude that worked mm-hmm. there at all. But the staff isn't the same as the staff in Orlando. And in Orlando, it's like, excuse me, everyone who works at Disney, it's kind of like been their dream to work there. Right. I've never met someone who works at Disney who... In Orlando. I just need... Right. In Orlando or on a cruise ship. Or on a cruise ship. Who says, I just needed a job. Yeah. You know, this was the only job I could get. And... in, In Orlando and on the cruise... Working for Disney is like a badge of honor. Right. It, you know, even even the people who, you know, even if I just worked there for six months, this right. this is awesome. This is awesome. This is what I did. Right. But and I didn't get that vibe from anybody who worked there. Like, you know, even even in Orlando, you go into a restaurant and and even if it's one of the more quick, quicker, faster foods, those people in Orlando are just pleasant and everything. And and again, in France, in Disneyland Paris, they weren't rude. No. But they weren't overly. Fr- Nobody it, was overly it lacked friendly. The magic. It lacked, the, it lacked that the magic. You have when you go. I don't think to I Disney ever World. heard a single person say "Have a magical day." I didn't. It not, was. I, that's no. a phrase I did not hear the entire day that we were there. No. And that's it's weird. It's weird it how much you miss the phrase "Have, have a, magical a magical day." day. Yeah. So, um, but we had a we had a great we, day. We had a great day. It was um I think the kids really appreciated the fact that we took a whole day to do something just for them. Yep. Um which was the point of going to Disneyland Paris because everything up to that point had been about what we wanted to do and what we wanted to see and or or wanted them to see. Or wanted them to see and they were just kind of tra- you know, yep. dragged along. Um and and so they they really enjoyed we had a thoroughly wonderful day yeah um the only thing that i kind of regret is that because we took the bus 
there, the transportation from the city center of Paris to 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 Disneyland and back, is that we actually had to leave, I think, two hours before the park closed. Closed, yeah. We could have gotten our own transportation back, but again, that would have been... It would have been a lot more a lot expensive. A lot more expensive, and we had already paid for the bus. And Well, the thing is, is that, I mean, I knew about all of that before. I know. But, and, and I didn't actually get the tickets for Disneyland until we were in London. Um... So I knew that there were other options, but the thing is, is I didn't, it, it was really, a, a, it was the issue of trying to figure out the logistics of how do we deal right. with the transportation? You know, what are the other options? And at it that really point, was easier to it take. was just easier just to say, you know what, Disney's got this right. bus charter service that they're partnered with it. Let's just do that. But I will tell you coming out of the park two hours earlier really did. I think pull away from some of the potential enjoyment of of some time spent in the Magic Kingdom part. But at the same time, we the five t- of us were exhausted. Yeah. Um, and and I think we probably should have started saying we should have started our whole talk about Paris by saying um, that four of us were ready to book a flight home when yeah. we left London. One of us wanted to continue the second week of our vacation. Who was the one? Me? <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure. But but four of us wanted to book a flight home. We were so done with vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, we were exhausted. I was in pain. Um, it was just everything to even be nice who, to each way, other. For those who are listening to this and you haven't listened to part one of this vacation, Stephanie spra- <laughs> had a third degree severe sprain on her ankle the second day of our trip. All the way back in the highlands of Scotland. So yes. she's been walking so, on a sprained ankle for for a weeks, week. For a week. At that point, for a week. And um, and so it was just when my body was done, my body was done. And we it went, was really hard. We went and bought some souvenirs from Disney's uh, World of Disney shop Almost there. missed the bus back. And we had some interesting debate about what direction yep. we should go to to get yep. back to the bus. And we got on the bus uh, barely in time. A matter of fact, I made it you on had time. To, you made it on time. I was hobbling along and, and you had to make the bus driver the stay. The bus driver was ready to, cl- he actually closed the door and was ready to pull away. He, he had put his foot on the brake and was shifting the gear. And I'm like, no, you're not leaving yet. That's my wife right up there. I'm coming. And I was walking as fast as and my I, body would let me. And I I, uh, yeah. I got down and I, I stood at the door and... One foot like, on the bus, one he, foot on the ground he, until he's like, I made it. I need yeah. you to come in so I can close the door. I said, you're not leaving until my family gets on this bus. Right. I'm not leaving my family in Paris <laughs> at Disneyland while you drive this bus back. And so you guys got on and then behind you were an entire stream of people. That right. were that had paid for this charter back, and he's like, "Sorry, right. it, yeah, it's time to and go." And I think a couple people got on at the same time that we did. Um, th- I'm telling, there were two buses that went in with us. Three actually. Were there three? There were three okay. different buses. Okay, the first two must have left half empty. Yep. Because he left a lot of people standing there or, or walking toward the bus. Yep. But then not all of us got a seat. Um, you and Megan and McKenna. But you and Megan stood and McKenna sat on the floor um, because the second bus was completely full and we weren't the only people sta- like you weren't the only people standing. Right. Um, I understand that they had a, a, a leave time, but I don't think they should have left with the buses empty. Right. 
I just yeah the first one should not have left the, the first all three buses should have stayed until the deadline yeah but oh well it is but what they it left is. they left early so McKenna fell asleep so, <laughs> on the floor of the bus bent in half bent like in she's half. sitting on the floor um crisscross applesauce and she bent over and fell asleep <laughs> yeah yeah so we get back to our hotel and we're all exhausted and and that was our that was our day so. that was our day but it was a good day it was a great day it was a good day um the next day i wanted to get up early and go to see the louvre and that was not in the, the kids wanted to sleep everybody else wanted to sleep so we got um, a very late start going to the louvre right and I, I don't even remember what time we got there. It was like probably two o'clock in the afternoon. Something like that. Something like that. One or two. Because yeah. we ate lunch before we went. And um, the problem with that is that we had no idea that they closed at five o'clock. Was it five or six? I think it closed at five. Was it five? And so. Um, <laughs> we had time. We, we got to see the Mona Lisa. We did see the Mona Lisa. And then we got lost on our way to see something that McKenna wanted to see. McKenna um, was convinced that she figured out the map and was taking us all she around did not, but um so we my favorite thing about the louvre was that some of the rooms themselves are a work of art um so it's not just having it's not just the artwork itself but the architecture and the way it's the way it's um designed and decorated it was it was incredible but it would take weeks it would take at least a to week get through the whole thing every day from the the minute it opens till the minute they force you to walk out of the place to get through the whole thing to get yeah. through and see everything and that's insane it's incredibly large and it's beautiful it's gorgeous it is such an amazing place and and i mckenna wants to go back and so that she can see a lot more things but okay. we did get to see the mona lisa here's we the did. deal everybody's ever every every single person i've ever talked to it was much smaller than what you thought isn't it and that was not the case for me. But I'm going to ask you, was it much smaller than you thought it would be? Um, Not much. Okay. I mean, but it was smaller than I thought it was. Okay. So I think I went in with the expectation that this is going to be a little tiny pa- painting, right? Because everybody's always saying, it's much smaller. And you know, okay. you're going to, when you go see it, you're, it's much smaller than you think it is. And so I already had this, you know, low expectation of its size, right? But I don't. I think it's a normal size portrait. I mean, I think, I think it's it is too. One hundred percent. I mean, if you were to take it out of the Louvre and put it on the wall of our home, which would be nice, right? No. Um, if you were to, she put, creeps me out. She is a little creepy looking. <laughs> I have no idea why she's the most fam- famous painting in the world. She, it makes no sense nope, at all. She's kind of creepy. But anyway, if you were to put it on the wall of our home, it would be huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be gigantic because. But it, you, it's about the sense of scale. First of all. The the from the ceiling or from the floor all the way to the ceiling, it's like a two story building, and that's just one story. That's right. That's just one floor. And then the the wall that that the Mona Lisa is hanging on goes all the way from the floor, all almost all the way up to the ceiling, and it's goes it's super wide. Right. And she's the only painting on that wall in an inset. In an inset, so it looks smaller than what it really I is think, i think i think it's the a way normal they, size portrait i do too but i the way they display it makes it appear smaller than yeah its actual size now getting up to see the thing up close and personal good luck hundreds of people good luck everybody's there to see that one painting yep they really should do some kind of single file but it's just like a roped off cattle corralled get to it if you can it depends on who's ruder 
How yeah. many people are going to step on toes and elbow the person next to them to get to the front of the line? And that's exactly what it is. And if you're not willing to do that, you're not going to see it. And I saw it from afar because I wasn't willing. To, I, I wasn't willing to have people knock me in the ankle. That, yeah, that's what that's I. True. That's what I wasn't willing to do. Um, so yeah. I I saw her from the side, and McKenna got to go right up front and see it, and that's what she wanted to do. And yep, you went up and took a selfie. Yep. Um, Megan got up and took pictures and. And that was fine. Yep. And it was cool. I'm glad I went. I mean, to be in the presence of something that everybody is so excited about. Again, I don't understand the excitement of the Mona Lisa painting personally. I mean, it's it's not all that attractive. Um, But, you know, it's famous. And because it's famous, it made it cool to be there and to say that I've I've yep, I've I've been right in front of it. And so we did that. We did that first. And then we wandered and got lost. We did get to see a really awesome uh, painting that is massive in size, and it's the Raising of Lazarus yes. painting. Which that was is incredible. In- that is incredible. It really was. So anyway, we spent a couple hours at the Louvre, uh-huh. and, and we really enjoyed it. We did. And you know, I don't think I would want to go back to Paris just for that. McKenna no, I'm satisfied. Would. McKenna would. I would never need to go again. McKenna would like to go again. I'm I'm and completely it, lifelong satisfied. And if I ever had the opportunity, um, it's not my thing. You know, if the opportunity to, were to arise, I would take McKenna, yeah, and spend two or two days at the Louvre with her because that's something that she would like to do. Yep. Anyway, so that was that experience, and that was pretty much. I mean, what did and we do after the Louvre? We had to give our children a nap oh. after the Louvre. Yeah, it's like we sleep came, all morning. We get came, here this uh, afternoon. Hold on, but they were foul. Like oh, I gosh. can't even explain to you how nasty all three of our children were coming out and deciding what to do next, and do we, you know, take a bus ride around the city or? Oh my word! Oh my word! They were. They were so over vacation. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, we w- we went back to the hotel and let them have... And that was the night. Some downtime. We got up, um, went to dinner, had a nice dinner um, at a cafe a um, couple blocks from our hotel. Yep. And then we went to the Eiffel Tower. Yep. Stood in line to to go up. Megan didn't want to go up. I really didn't want to go up. And then we found out that it was too late to go up. Yep. So um, we ended up just the girls and I, and I, well, I think Matthew joined us. So so the kids and I laid on the lawn and just looked up at at it. And then it started doing its sparkly thing yep. that it does for like fifteen minutes. Um, and that was fun just to lay there and watch it twinkle and sparkle. And again, completely lifelong satisfied. Yeah. Would never need to to feel like I needed to stand under it or go to the top of it or, or you know, see it from a different angle. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm good. I was enjoying it. Um, the, here's the interesting thing. So from... Disneyland Paris. So first of all, I did not work on this vacation at all. Mm-mm. Did not, wasn't keeping up with email. wasn't keeping up with any, I, it's just no work this, these two weeks. And, um, you know, pretty much didn't even, I mean, I, the only thing I'm doing is maybe using uh, the phone to communicate with you guys and using the transit app to find out how to get to, from place to place. That's the only thing I've used my phone for. In Disneyland Paris, 
the you know you guys were on Crush Crush's coaster, Matthew and McKenna were on the Tomato ride, and I'm like, hmm, I'm in Disneyland Paris. I'm gonna fire up Periscope, right? And so I fire up Periscope, and I'm like, you know, broadcasting and and things like that. And I'm like, this is cool. And um, you know, everybody really enjoyed seeing a little bit of an inside glimpse of what Disneyland Paris was like. And and I'm like, oh wow, that was cool. And so I told you guys that I was doing that, and. Later, um, we were at the Magic Kingdom and we were sitting on the train and I'm like, oh, this would be cool to Periscope. Ah, no, I won't throw that. And the kids, I don't remember which of our three kids, but you were there. They said, Dad, that's fine. You can Periscope. And I'm like, are you sure? that looks like?" And I think it was Megan. And I, Wasn't it Megan? I don't know. Anyway, one of the three kids said, Dad, we, this is how you make a If it wasn't for what you do, we wouldn't be here. So go ahead and turn it on. That's, and I'm almost positive it was Megan. Okay. If not, it was Matthew. But I'm almost sure it was Megan. And so I'm like, are you, are, and I, I said, are you sure? You do, you don't remember any of this? Hmm. Okay. Cause we were sitting on the train when this happened. Okay. Um, so the Disneyland train. I know. And so I'm like, okay, then I'll turn it on. And I had it on. We were sitting on the train and it was, you know, broken down for a little bit, but we were just sitting there waiting. Hopefully it would be fixed so it could, tourists around the outskirts of Disneyland Park and the kids didn't have any problem with me periscoping they were all very happy they were participating in it and I'm like oh this is cool the kids are okay with me periscoping and if that's the case then you know maybe I'll get to periscope a little bit while I'm here in Paris and you know so we have that experience and I periscoped that and then that that was all I did that day and then the next day we go and did the Louvre. I didn't periscope from there. But we're at the Eiffel Tower. And I'm thinking, okay, if I'm going to periscope from Paris and and get some engagement, I bet you if I periscope from the Eiffel Tower at night and people could see it, people are going to really be digging that, right? And so I'm like all excited. And I'm you guys are laying on the field in the grass watching it. Uh, you know, and I'm just, I said, do you guys mind if I walk around? And I'm, and I, I decided I'm going to turn on Periscope. And I just had this massive audience. It's really, really cool. Right. And, and I'm in, in interacting with them. I'm, I'm sharing this experience and they're like, Cliff, why are you Periscoping? You're on vacation. I said, you guys don't understand. And I just had just said these, these words, you know, I felt the same way. And I'm like, I wouldn't be doing this except for the fact that my kids today said, Dad, yesterday. Yeah, or my yesterday, my kids said, Dad, go ahead and periscope, you know, and, and so there I would not be doing this unless my family was okay with it. And and so that's why I'm here. You know, they're in I, I showed where you guys were laying on the lawn looking up and, and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is so cool. And then after that periscope was done, I turned it off and I can't remember what happened, but um I I think it might have been Megan, but it was Megan. She, I do you, I don't even remember what she said, but she set me off and pushed my buttons in a Hold really on. bad way. Hold on. Now <laughs> you tend to forget number one, your daughter's fifteen. Mm-hmm. Number two, she's a female. Okay. Number three, she wanted to go home. Yeah, she was ready to go back. <laughs> she Number four, she already thought you hated her because she did not want to go up to the top of the Eiffel Tower and she felt that, that we had to get out of line. You were blaming on her, whether that's how she felt. Okay. okay. Number 
five. It was like 1130 at night. The kids exhausted. You know, they we didn't do anything that day. They had been going nonstop for a week prior. Okay. They're not you. I know. They don't go on a hundred mile bike rides. They they're children. Yep. They were tired. They were physically tired. They were emotionally tired. We've been cooped up together for 40 years, which is how long they say that we were in Europe. I think the official count is 42 years from the time our plane landed to the time we took off. And so at that point, you could have sneezed in a direction completely opposite of her and she would have snapped. Yeah, and she snapped. She snapped, and you snapped, and I'm like, "Well, hold on. The reason why I'm booking I snapped, a flight home, I'm done. She, she solo, like I'm going on my own. She got so mad at me, and she threw one of those. Yeah, all you care about is the people on your periscopes, and I'm like, Whatever. that's how she felt at that moment because she thought you were already mad at her because she didn't want to go to the top of the Eiffel Tower, and um. I mean, I could sit here and I'm not saying that her behavior was correct. I'm saying that she was acting out in a normal teenage girl way. I get that. But at the moment, I was just so taken aback. and Then he started acting like a teenage girl. I did. I I started acting like a teenager. (laughs) I was so upset. Because you know the best way to work with teenagers is to behave like a teenager. Yes, exactly. So, but I'm like, I can't believe, because here's the thing. I have been so sensitive to not work this entire trip. I've been so sensitive to to not try to make this about, you know, podcasting or all this other stuff. And when I had been given that, and then I had just told all these people that, and by the way, I had, basically what happened was you guys were sitting there and I said, hey guys, I'm going to stop this and I'm going to restart this a different way. And I, and I said, stay here. Because I'm going to turn the live stream back on in about five minutes. And as soon as I stopped, everybody's ready to go. And I'm like, but guys, I just told them that I would be back in five minutes. And and that's when she, that's all you care about. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, whatever. And, and at that moment, I'm like, fine, let's go. And I was incredibly upset, um, incredibly disappointed, incredibly hurt. That she does, you know, that um, that she didn't understand that. No, I, anyway, it was, I was so mad, and I was just. I remember on the way back, all the way back to the hotel, on the metro, all walking back to the. I'm just. I have so much anger in my sh- stress and everything built up into me, and I'm like, I know this isn't right. I shouldn't feel this way, and but but I'm just mad. I, I'm just. I'm angry right now. And and I was so, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home. Yep. It, it is the first time on this trip I'm ready to go. These people could care less. They don't appreciate oh, me. Oh, and, and then they it becomes these people. And then we all get lumped in with one cranky teenager. And then I'm dealing with, I'm dealing with a 42-year-old man who's acting like a cranky 15-year-old girl, an actual cranky 15-year-old girl, a pre- um, puberty 10 year old who poor kid is like exhausted like she's three and matthew's just like i didn't want to be here anyway (laughs) are we done yet so that was our evening at the eiffel tower i I could go at any minute and then i'm just like whatever you know what boys go to your own room (laughs) (laughs) and we did (laughs) and you did um 
It was, and I understand that you were mad and you were upset and you were hurt and you were all this, but in that, as the parent, you lacked the ability to see how she was mad and hurt and upset. And it really all boiled down to the fact that she was exhausted. Yeah. She was, I mean, she, at the end of the next day, could really care less of the fact that you were periscoping from the Eiffel Tower. But, yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah, it, it 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 was a. I mean that that is a that was just a really hot button for me. You know, it's like no, I I want you guys to know this this trip is all about our family. The the whole reason why we're spending two weeks in Europe is because I'm trying to slowly over time make up for all the years that I sacrificed time with our family. So you need to first- stop thinking about it as making up time and just enjoying the time that we have. Yeah. You're not making up anything. Well, What's know. gone is gone. What's lost is lost. They can't be getting... But but still, you understand what can't I'm be saying. Made up or or given back. It it. But the fact is, is that this whole trip was all meant to be that. Oh, you're you're absolutely right. It this is about this is I can't take I can't take away the sacrifice of time with family that I had back then. So, but the whole thing was is that I want to create times where I'm not letting work interfere with our family, and and the only reason I was periscoping is because. Dad, go ahead. The it was day incurred. before. The day you before. Gotta see, I know. You know, hey, guys, I know that it's like 1130 and, you know, you've only been out once today <laughs> other than this trip, but I can see that you're all tired. Do you mind if I periscope for like 10 minutes? I mean, it's just about. I get it. I, it life is about taking other people's feelings into consideration. Um, I'm probably the Ravenscraft that struggles the most with that, but. It, it actually, I don't think I am, but um, that's because my whole life centers around making sure the rest of you get along. <sighs> anyway, so that was our like evening at the black Eiffel Tower. And white referee stripes every day. So the next morning, we get up early and head back. Dude, we catch a train out of that country. <laughs> yeah, we did. We were like out. We're we left we're out of bed here. Bugs behind. <laughs> uh, Do you remember that time we were homeless in Paris? <laughs> that was a fun time, wasn't it? Walking the street of Paris. Do you have a place we can sleep tonight? <laughs> they're, they're all like, we could just we could just lean up against this building and use my backpack as a pillow. <laughs> it was it was funny. Like they they were having. We were actually having a good time we looking for a, a hotel. Good, yeah. it, okay, that, now I'm itching again. Yeah. So we took a train to Amsterdam. <laughs> yes, we're out of France. We're in Amsterdam. We left. One of the things that I had asked you about is, you know, are you guys going to need another after? Because multiple hours mm-hmm. going from Paris all the way up to Amsterdam via a train. And I'm like, are you guys going to need another downtime when you get there? Or are we going to Or are things? we ready to hit the ground and, and do things? And um, and I said, no, I think based on the Eiffel Tower last night, um, we need some more downtime. Yeah. We were just... We were just done. Um, the kids, myself, my foot, <laughs> which at that point I really could have just cut off and done without altogether. Um, I'm like, no, we we need some more downtime. So we got in. Um, we took a we took a taxi. Yep. To um, the house. Now this Airbnb Airbnb experience was different in that it was actually a house that someone lived in. All of the other ones were apartments that were rented, that were owned specifically to rent. Yep. Um, but this one was lived in, and he was still there when we got there. Um, very nice man. But we had rented the house for the the entire house to have 
all on our own. It just happened to be that, well, until we got there, he was still, right. he, he was, was still there. He's still living there. Uh, and, and so he basically showed us around the house, showed us mm-hmm. everything. And then, he, and then he's like, okay, here's the key. It's all yours until yep. you check out. And, um, and he and went somewhere else. He went somewhere else. Father Roderick met us there. And, um, so the kids and I talked to him for, you know, just a bit while that, um, while you guys were there and then you and he headed to, um, Amherst Amersfort and the kids and I rested Yep. and rested and rested and ate pizza and rested yep. <laughs> that was and got day. locked out of the house in the rain, got locked out of the house in the rain. And it wasn't that we were locked out. It was that I could not figure out how to open the door <laughs> because well, you know, I don't unlock the door here. I push my little button in the top of my car and my garage door opens and I pull in and I go in the house. Um, if I do have to come in the front door, Cliff has set it up. I have this nice nifty little keypad. I punch in my code, the door unlocks and I walk in. Yep. Um, but their locking system was, I, I could not get the door open. And we actually had to end up knocking on the neighbor's door and asking the neighbor to help us yeah. um it was <laughs> an experience that's fun especially when it started raining yep yeah just, but um just be glad that everybody in the netherlands pretty much talks speaks english yes i mean so, they, i mean dutch is their language but they but they yes they all so, pretty much know um, english. but no he was very the neighbor was very kind he he opened the door for us um I think I probably could have figured it out had I needed to do it again, but I wasn't going to close the door and try it on my own. <laughs> <laughs> we went in and shut the door and, um, yeah. and, and we, we had a good night by ourselves and that's really all we did was go out for, pe- you know, there was a little um, restaurant down the road and we went and sat down and yep. had pizza. And while they were doing all that stuff, Father Roderick and I had uh taken his car well a car that he had borrowed from a friend and we went to his hometown in Amersfoort I got to see where he lives I got to see his podcast studio and we walked around the streets of Amersfoort for a very long time and in fact if you go to pursuingabalancedlife.com and look at episode number 615 Father Roderick and I recorded an hour-long conversation uh, together in that podcast while we were walking started out in his apartment and walked through all the streets of Amherstfort together and he was recording an episode of his podcast I was recording an episode of mine so that's episode number 615 if you want to listen to it and after we finished recording that podcast I rented a city bike and he had his bike and we went on a think of 14 mile bike ride through Amersfoort and we even went off-roading which was kind of incredibly awesome and we had dinner together it was just an incredible day with Father Roderick and I was so delighted to have that opportunity it was awesome and then the next day we uh, Father Roderick came and met us in in Amsterdam Amsterdam. we actually got up early and took a bus into Amsterdam had pancakes or actually we had had crepes crepes Mm -hmm. which is a Dutch pancake yep and we had this, it was this amazing little uh, touristy kind of uh, breakfast place, which we had to wait really? in line for. And we ate outside. Yeah, it was really good. It was really um, good. He met us there. Father Roderick met us there. He was our tour guide he for was the our day. Tour guide. Yep. So we walked, um, we walked for a bit. Um, we had decided that maybe we would do um, Anne Frank House 
for um, first. And so we walked there. Mm-hmm. And what was the line like? Four, four hours Four long? and a half hours Four long. and a half hours. And so someone had told you, um, someone from... Well, first of all, we decided I'd wait in line. You would stand in line. You and guys could go and do things Father for four Roderick and a half hours. Father would show us stuff and we'd go do things and then meet you back. And... Um, but someone had um, somebody from the Anne Frank from house Anne Fr- had told you that if you came back at six thirty later in the evening, that the line is only like an hour, hour and a half long, and um, and then you can you know so so that's what you did. You called, you met us where we were, and um, which by the way, thank you Facebook Messenger because if it wasn't for thank- Facebook yes, Messenger, we would not have we, been able to communicate. No, to each we other. wouldn't. No, we wouldn't. And. Um, that was a pretty cool feature. It was a pretty it cool was. feature. For someone, I can't stand Facebook. So, I hate it. So, I hate that, Facebook Messenger, but it no, saved our butts yeah. there. Um, we, because you and I each had a international SIM card that I had purchased for us. Yes. To be able to have internet access, not phone access, but internet, internet access. Internet access. And Facebook Messenger, we actually could make audio calls to each other yep. using the Facebook Messenger app, which was awesome. And uh, and I had only gotten that. I had only had internet access while we were in uh, the, the Netherlands. Netherlands. I. I didn't have any the um, week prior. Anyway, so um, so you met up with us. We um, we walked around for a bit. We decided that we were <laughs> making shoe broke. That was funny. Oh yeah, <laughs> I visited a I, I visited a uh, Amsterdam coffee shop. Yes, you did. Um, we I did not partake of any the, of their uh, consumer goods, if yeah. you will. Uh, but I, I just wanted to walk in so that yep. I could actually see what it's like in there. And uh, it, it smelled like my college days. Yep. Bought Megan a pair of um, Converse yep. from from a shoe store um, because she needed new shoes. And took a we took a boat. Um, a cruise. Yeah, boat the, cruise. Boat uh, cruise through the... Um, the canal. canal. It was a canal cruise. Yep. And um, I liked that. I love the... Um, the concept and how all of the engineering makes Amsterdam possible. Yep. Um, that it's actually a city that is under, that is below sea level, but the way that it's, it, it was incredible. Um, and we weren't walking, which was yep. really nice on my foot. We got foot. to tour all of the historic <laughs> yeah. parts of Amsterdam and we weren't walking. And we weren't walking. Um, loved to learn about, um, obviously, some of the the buildings are leaning because the um, silts that they're on that are underwater are starting to rot, and and so some of the buildings lean. But then there are other buildings that are built to look like they're leaning. Yeah. Um. So I I like that. Um. Beautiful architecture. Yes. I, I, absolutely beautiful, and and we took we we rode the train. We rode the the a, a tram, tram. The tram. Um, for a good long time, just sat there and talked, and um, that was a lot of fun. Yep. Again, another way to actually see, see the Amsterdam without and walking, have, not having to walk, for, which was very nice for Stephanie. Yeah. We went all the way to the tram where, to, where it ended, yeah. and then we had to get off. I mean, they made us get off. They told they're like, "You got to get off. This is the last stop." And so we got off. We went to um, we saw a uh, windmill, a windmill, and um. Went back, got the got the tram, went back into the city, had um, had some dinner. We had a dinner at an authentic Chinese restaurant yep. that Father Roderick likes. Yep. And um, it was very good. And then we got in line for Anne Frank House. Yep. And it was Which two was hours long. About two hours long in the rain. 
Actually, had to buy some umbrellas while we were in line. Yep. And, um, but it was worth it. Absolutely worth it. It was the perfect way to end a two week trip in Europe. It really was. It really was. Every single person. It was the first time Father Roderick had been through the Anne Frank house. I know, which I thought was so cool. All six That we got to go, we got to go, and he showed us all over the city, and then at the end of the day, he got to do something for the first time because we were there. Yeah. That was fun. Something he wouldn't Um, have done on his own. And our kids wanted to see that really bad. Um, Megan studied the Holocaust in eighth grade, which was two years ago for her, and she'll study it again this year. Yeah. And Matthew just studied it last year and went to um, went to DC and and has both Megan and Matthew have been to the Holocaust Museum in in DC, and um, and they've both read they've both read um, Diary of Anne Frank. Yeah, Diary of a Young Woman, I think is what they call it now. Okay, and um, did you know what I meant? Yep. Okay. So, just in case somebody wanted to go and read it. I'm sure if you Googled it, because here's the deal. It's I went up. into the store. The reason, only reason I say that is because I went into the store and I said, Actually, I McKenna, think it has many Mc, different titles. It does. Many, and it used to be called The Diary of Anne Frank. I do believe now that I, mm-hmm. I've heard a little bit more about it. But when I, McKenna wanted me to go buy that for her before the trip. And so we went to Barnes and Noble and I you, said, Do you have yeah. the Diary of Anne Frank? He goes, Do you mean the Diary, diary of, of a, a Young, young woman? woman? Yeah. I'm like, did you know what I mean? I okay, so did that bother you when he said it to you? So you had to, yeah, to turn around and do the same I, thing? Thanks. I didn't You're so weird. Like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So, um, uh, they've both read the book. Yes. And to to be in that place, to stand where she stood, to stand where she slept, um, to walk up the steps, to walk that up she the walked stairs up. that she walked up, to um, to be in those rooms and understand that she didn't go outside for years, yeah, um, was an incredibly haunting thing, like. It, it was just, it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, as you walk through, um, there are, obviously there, there are her quotes um, all over the walls. Um, quotes from the journal. Quotes fr- from her journal. There are, there's no furniture. There's no furniture, which I actually liked. Mm-hmm. But there are pictures of how the room would have looked. Um, but my favorite, my my absolute favorite part, is there are actual real pages her her journals are there on uh, um enclosed in glass but it was it was absolutely amazing and here's what i want to tell you i had absolutely zero interest in going to the Anne frank house you did not want to go um it's not it's no that's not true it's not that i didn't want to go i just was not looking forward to it at all i mean it you know the cool the one thing that i will tell you is that uh when i said hey we're going for two weeks where should we go and when you guys said Amsterdam, I'm like, yes, you know, and I'm like, why, why Amsterdam? And she's like, well, Megan's really wants to see the Anne Frank house. And I'm like, okay. And so, so did McKenna and McKenna did as well. Okay. So that, that put the Netherlands on the map for us, which yes, I'm did. like, oh, yes, I get to see father Roderick. This is so cool. I might even get to see his hometown, which is going to be awesome. So that's what got me so excited. And I'm, it's not like I did. I, it's no, there's no way that I did not, not, it's not that I didn't want to go. 
It's just, I wasn't looking forward to it. I've never read the diary of Anne Frank or the young woman. I've really never studied the Holocaust very much. I mean, I, I know about it and seen little bits and pieces in here stuff. It's just, that's as much as I'm interested in history, that's not a portion of history that, that really fascinates me a whole lot. And because I hadn't read this diary, I, I have no connection to this story or this house. And I'm like, okay, for me, it was like, okay, this is something the family wants to do. We'll go do it. And I'm like, okay, two and a half, you know, two hours. Ugh. You know, and especially earlier in the day, I was going to be waiting in line. I, I had made the decision. I would wait in line for four and a half hours mm-hmm. while you guys experienced Anne Frank. And I'm like, seriously? Is, Amsterdam. Is this, or Am, yeah, Amsterdam. Um, is this really something that's all that important? So my, I'm just, I just wanted to set the stage that that's my mindset going into this all the way up to the moment where I'm buying the tickets and getting ready to walk in after finally standing in all that line, right? Mm-hmm. In the rain. In the rain. In the rain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In the cold rain. Cold rain. And I will tell you that it wasn't as it wasn't as awesome as my day alone with Father Roderick in Amersfoort, but it was absolutely hands down the perfect way to end a two week vacation absolutely. in Europe with our family because. We all loved the Anne Frank house and I loved yeah. the Anne Frank house. It was incredible. It really was. Yeah. And and of all the things that we've done, and you can go back and listen to that episode number 620, I think it was that I said. Uh, yes, 620 mm-hmm. with Megan. And you will hear out of everything we did, when Megan goes back to Europe, one of the places that she would want to go back to is Amsterdam so she could go through the Anne Frank house again. Yeah, and I guarantee you that she'd go slower. Yep. And she'd stand in line for four and a half hours. Actually, she would buy tickets online ahead, ahead of, of time so you yeah, can skip the queue. She did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which people told me to do, and I just never. And you did. just didn't. Yeah. I just never got around to it, and I tried to pay for everything with cash, and to be able to buy it online, I'd have, to, have to pay to, with right. credit card, and I tried to make sure that everything we did was done with cash. But um, so yeah. then we parted ways at the at the um tram stop with yep. with father roderick and he headed home and we headed back and make sure we were packed and went to bed and we got up and we flew home we got up took a bus to the <laughs> airport and got yep. at the airport because our taxi didn't show <laughs> yeah our, yeah we ordered a taxi <laughs> and he never taxi, showed up he never showed so we took a bus and um and we made it in plenty of time we you know we're we were good to go because um, i always like to leave yep, early because cliff likes to leave early so we um actually um, we boarded the plane and then we sat on the tarmac for an hour for an hour because yeah. there was there was some kind of issue yeah. they they fixed it and we were in the air and headed home took such a good time and just it had ups and downs yes but yeah it uh it was a great time. It, 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 I mean, overall, it was an amazing experience. It was an adventure mm-hmm. of a lifetime, and it was absolutely the most incredible experience that our family has had together in ever. a long time. And it, I, it, I, what I think we've had other we've had other incredible experiences, yeah. but this was this was epic, right? I mean, it was it was a whirlwind epic two week tour. And quite literally, while it may have seemed a little painful 
during the two weeks, it did seem like we were gone for like three months. Oh my goodness. Forty two years. It forty two years <laughs> is what they'll say. But it it felt like we were in Europe for months. It did. And one of the things that um just ignore the yeah. that chat that's going on there. But anyway, um the cool thing is is that while we were there, we experienced so many different things that we fit into the expansion of everything that we were doing. It was just incredible. Yeah. And 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 I am thrilled that we made the decision to do it. It was incredible. Yeah. It really was. Yep. So we're at an hour and 19 minutes into our part two discussion. longer than last week. I knew if I let you talk, it was going to take forever. <laughs> All right. So we're going to wrap things up here. I'm not going to play the music to close the show. Um, we just want to say that uh, we thank you guys for tuning in. Again, we're happy to be here on a weekly basis now that the kids are back in school. And um, anyway, we will be broadcasting live every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern time on Periscope. My user account on Periscope is at GSPN. Again, that's at GSPN. And I will uh, look forward to seeing some of you there if you can join us live. And in next week's show, we're going to be focusing on talking about what all has been going on since we've been back from Europe And hopefully we'll get some interaction from you guys who are able to join us live. But uh, we want you guys to know that for those of you who are not able to join us live, we realize that 99% of you listen later and we value you just as much as everyone else. And in fact, if you want to submit some questions to us, you can do so by going to gspn.tv slash feedback. If you have a microphone attached to your computer, you can click a record button and send us an audio question or comment, and we'll consider that for the that for the next episode or episodes. And also, if you don't want to do that, you have a smartphone. Simply use the Voice Memo app to record a question for us and submit that to us via email. And that email is feedback at gspn.tv. Again, feedback at gspn.tv. And until next week, my friends, when we will be back with another episode of Family from the Heart, Stephanie and I encourage you to... Live your life on purpose.